everybody. Welcome back to Lipstick and Lightsabers. I am Shannon. And I'm Alex. And we are coming to you guys for a special episode of, what is it? Mascara and Marvel? I believe that's what it's called. To talk about <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home. This is like, okay, so this is our reaction podcast. And this is what I wanted our reaction podcast to be like following um, the Rise of Skywalker. Like, this should have been the vibe. This should have been the vibe. I walked out of No Way Home, and I looked at my mom, and I'm like, this is what Tross was supposed to be. And she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, fun, excited. And like- also, <laughs> like, nods to nostalgia things. Like, actually having Easter eggs that weren't like, oh, God, why did they do that? They The fact that they used Palpatine in a better way. Yeah. <laughs> no, like... Just the whole way that the movie was done was exactly what we wanted Tross to be. Even the stuff that we had kind of predicted or, like, had maybe seen, like, possible leaks for, like, it still was exciting. Like, this is everything that Tross didn't give us, honestly. But before we get into that, um, so I have not started the second season of Witcher yet, but I've heard some very good things from Alex. I have two episodes left. I think I'm going to finish it tonight. There's eight, there's eight episodes, I believe, and we finished episode six. Oh my god, it's so (laughs) good. It is so good. I'm excited. Like, girl. (laughs) Because, like, I mean, spoil, like, uh, very small spoilers for season one, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. Geralt and Ciri are now, they found each other, and Geralt takes on the mantle of dad. (laughs) <laughs> so well like you know this theme of just like disgruntled dads like I love he the is disgruntled like dads. so good and siri <gasps> there there is so much more um neat to siri like just you really get to see her personality like really come out because in season one you know she's this princess that's been like in a tower like living the life and you don't really get to see who she is as a person mm-hmm. and this season has been all about her coming out of her shell and like figuring out who she is oh. when she's not princess siri oh. <laughs> so it's so good and like the the way that Geralt is an influence on her like how she emulates him in some ways too and oh how they can be so similar in some ways oh my god um, it's really good Shannon oh, man. it's like really like, good I just keep reminding myself how they said like after season one like they weren't gonna rush into it they wanted to make sure like it was the story they wanted to tell it's like, really good the writing is <sighs> great introducing some new characters here and there learning more about the magic of the world how magic works Triss. Triss is back. Triss is really cool. And obviously there's Yennefer and Tissaia. And uh, it's really good. The acting, the acting is so good. Henry Cavill is, Geralt is, he's so good. Yaskier is is back, right? Who? Yaskier. Oh, it takes a few episodes, though. Okay, okay. I love so my just, boy. So just to set up your expectations. That's okay, that's okay. I'm will, like, I'm expecting. Yeah, I was okay. like waiting for him. I was like, where is my baby? Where is he? I want him to where sing me a song. Where is he? Yeah. <laughs> is he okay? Oh my God. You learn more, sorry, you learn more about like how witchers are made and like, 
sad so boy good. sad boy who's been through a lot of things is that what you're he's telling me he's a really good dad he is like a fantastic dad he is so good god how the heck are they gonna do season three of mando if mando's not a dad i know i don't I understand know. all right but speaking of which so we just witcher season two just came out book of boba fett's we're very close. We're yeah. Um, it is after Christmas, yep. the Wednesday, the 29th? the Wednesday after Christmas, I believe. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to speculate, but I think I heard from somewhere someone say that all of the footage in the trailers is from the first half of the first episode. Wow, it's and so like that, I'm here for that. I want it to be yeah, a surprise, and that it's like in a way similar to Mando, where they're keeping something a secret, something big a secret that they don't want to show in trailers. And like, I want it to be Coffin. <laughs> Listen, I don't understand how they can keep these secrets and keep Baby Yoda a secret, and yet, and yet, other yeah. things leak. So I'm also not looking for Book of Boba Fett spoilers. No. Like, I'm not, like, deep into Book of Boba Fett internet, so I, I wouldn't know if things are getting leaked. Well, and we were offline, you were offline even more than me, like, in the lead-up to Spider-Man. Yeah, so. I, was, I was nervous about getting spoiled, and I did not get spoiled. Yeah. So And, like, preface before we really get into this, like, we are gonna talk spoilers. If you haven't seen it, please go watch it unspoiled. Like, yeah. Even though, like, even if you think you know what's going to happen, like, just seeing it all for the first time on screen is such a magical experience. Like, you, we will still be here after you've watched the movie. <laughs> yeah. We do have one other piece of news, and it is um, Star Wars Eclipse, which is a tie-in for the High Republic. And there's been a lot of controversy about that. Yeah, so, I I mean, neither of us are really deep into gaming and gaming um, politics and everything, but the studio doing uh, Star Wars Blackout is Quantic Dream, and they have had a very questionable past, especially, like, things that their studio head has said in the past, um, very racist, sexist, homophobic things, and apparently the workplace culture is awful. So this uh, this weekend, I think it was on Friday, a lot of the Star Wars community took to Twitter and tried to get um, the hashtag uh, Blackout Star Wars Eclipse trending to show the support of the, the boycotting of this game, like protesting this game. And, and this game is supposed to take place in the High Republic, which... Uh, such a slap in the face i mean either way i mean this is the audacity of lucasfilm making this move is really bad but also the fact that the high republic has been the most queer friendly and very diverse like star wars that's ever gotten and then for this to happen it's like what the hell were you thinking what what were they thinking (sighs) I know, it's like every time Star Wars like kinda does something right, then we're reminded of Yeah <laughs> this other it's side. Like, oh yeah, you guys, you forgot. You forgot yeah. what they did with Gina Carano. We gotta remind you that we're we're very shady when it comes to decision making. Yeah, and that they still want that audience. Like they don't they will not alienate that audience. And, like, listen, when I, when we saw the trailer, like, the trailer is stunning. Like, the game looks really cool. 
I think they have an interesting concept. I would just really like to see it at a more inclusive and a more diverse studio. Like, like, why does it have to be this studio? There, there are like hundreds of gaming studios. Yeah, and like obviously there was, you know, that some controversy with EA, which clearly they have now left EA. But there's like so many others to pick from, and it's Lucasfilm. I'm sure they can have their pick of studios. Yeah, like I'm sure everybody is desperate. I mean, Star Wars (laughs) gaming has a great reputation. Yeah. Why? 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 It's very unfortunate because High Republic has been such a bright spot, and this is like a first glimpse into what might happen if it moves out of publishing, and so far it has not been very promising. Um, But on the flip side of that, um, if any of you guys have been reading the comics for High Republic, um, you know, issue 12 is out this month been out for i think about a week now because we're moving into wave three y'all i think avar chris is gonna fall to the dark side did i not say that on in our i know you did say that and now i'm like on your side yeah i think elzar is too obvious listen like and that's not even spoiling anything it's just that like the way things have been going you can see even more clearly that like the Jedi is, fr- like, the Jedi Order is fracturing around itself. Yeah. So, preface this, it, these books are about to come out, and no one has gotten any arcs, like, at least, um, like, ebook arcs. No one has mm-hmm. gotten them. And, like, I'm starting to think that they might not be giving any out because it is so intense something that they don't want getting out early which is surprising because you know rising we got rising storm like a month in advance yeah and now you know i don't know what del rey's christmas schedule is if their employees go are on break yet because there's some companies who start their christmas break this week yeah so it makes me question is anyone getting args yeah which and like if that's the case, like, that's totally fine, except I ordered the pretty deluxe copy, which doesn't come until way later, so I will well, have to I'm get sure the you'll ebook. Go get, yeah, you'll go oh, get Oh, no, yeah, I'm going to download the ebook. Like, hundred, I'm reading this book when it comes out, like, as quickly as I can, so. Yeah, it really makes me question, like, what they, what, how special this book is that they do not want to give an arc. I really, I really think if that arc doesn't go out tomorrow, it's not happening. Yeah. Okay, but with all of that said, uh, let's talk about Spider-Man No Way Home. So I guess, like, before we get super into spoilers like we normally do, let's let's talk a little bit non-spoilers. Like, expectations, how was it seeing it? Expectations. I would say I had fair expectations. I think I always suspected I would enjoy the movie, but in terms of how critically good this movie was going to be, I think I, I think I was kind of just like, I think this movie might be a mess, but I'm going to like it either way. I kind of yeah. felt like that. <laughs> there was so much build up to this movie that it was like, how are they going to pull this off? How are they going to pull off a movie of this scale? Because from the trailers, we have all these villains coming back. Like, how are you going to carry a movie with that many villains and it not be a mess? Questions like that would go through my head. I'm like, 
I'm going to like it, but is it going to be a good movie? I don't know. I, I would say that, well, especially, like, you know, the rumors of there being, you know, Tobey Maguire, of Andrew Garfield, and I was, like, very much of the mindset, like, it's being talked about too much, like, even if it's gonna happen, maybe it's not in the way that we think, and, like, is that supposed to, uh, like, distract from Tom, like, this is supposed to be his film, and, like, so I was very much, like, the same, like, I, I'm probably gonna like it, but it sounds like it's gonna be really, really messy. I don't think anything can describe the theater experience for seeing yeah. this movie for the were first time. Were people screaming? Yeah. Numerous? Yeah, people were screaming. Screaming, yeah. clapping, crying, yeah. like, just... <laughs> Honestly, the closest theater experience I've ever had is Last Jedi. Totally. It, it, it was really, really exciting. <laughs> I will say, like, I think um, Infinity War was a similar experience. Like, that mm-hmm. t- type of crowd. But personally, for me, yeah, per- like a personal experience, yes, like yeah. Last Jedi. But the crowd was very much like Infinity War. Like, it was an end- end- endgame. Um, well, because, like, the hype is really high. But I feel like where No Way Home is different from, like, those two is, like, the storytelling. Like, it was not messy. I am am a pretty big fan of Infinity War. I think Infinity War is a pretty good movie. But No Way Home is better. Yeah. No Way Home is so, (laughs) so good. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, it deserves all of the hype. Like, I, we encourage every single person... Please, like, go watch this movie. Like, obviously, if you can't do that safely, like, that's totally fine. Yeah, especially right now, it's hard um, to get to a theater. Yeah. Feel safe doing that. Hopefully, it's going to be hard to avoid spoilers. If yeah. Even waiting for, you know, uh, like, like, a Disney Plus demand. release. Yeah, I, I wonder if they start, like, having more restrictions, if Disney Plus might take it sooner rather than later like Encanto is doing that because it's Sony oh that's distributing it so like in Canada those movies are on Netflix that's true so yeah it it wouldn't be Disney Plus but it is true I always forget about that Mm -hmm. yeah so hopefully you know there'll be a way for people to see it you know more safely at home um but if you are able to go see it um strongly recommend it because the theater experience is really great and i watched all of the spider-man movie leading up to this and i felt like that was a good choice because there were things that i forgot you know from the toby ones i i know the toby ones really well from like my childhood but andrew i mean we know that we were gonna get um what's his name lizard like, yeah, the lizard. <laughs> the lizard. So I was, I, I did not remember Amazing Spider-Man 1 enough to be know anything about lizard. So I'm glad I got to see that. And I watched Amazing Spider-Man 2 for the first time. And I didn't know anything ele- about Electro. So it was cool, you know, seeing Electro again. Yeah. Well, because the, the backstories of these villains is like a a crux of the movie and I do think though for like because I didn't rewatch anything and it's been a long time since I've watched other Spider-Man movies other than like Tom Holland's and I still think they did a good job of like making you know like like telling you what you needed to know without like, like overwhelming you how did your mom fare she was fine um because she she's seen all of them um mm-hmm. so she was fine and she you know like 
the stuff that they gave for, like, the backstories and, like, oh, this is how you died fighting Spider-Man and, like, that kind of stuff. Like, she followed that all really quick, um, really easily. The only thing she didn't get was the end credit scene because um, uh, she hasn't seen that. Um, okay. But I haven't either. And I told her, and I'm like, oh, well, it's it's also from this. And so she was like, oh, okay. Um, but yeah. now we both really want to watch that film. So... <laughs> Um, but I think we're kind of dancing around it now. So we are going to go into spoilers. You have been warned. Okay, so I don't even know where to start with this movie. I just want to say, okay, spoilers. Guys, spoilers. you got your warning. Get out of here. Get out. <laughs> Andrew Garfield. Ah, you're so great. <laughs> oh, my He God. did it for the gays. He did it for the gays. <laughs> he, oh, he, he. Him. That's you can him. never, yeah, you can never be him. <laughs> um, Andrew Garfield was a highlight of this movie, and and I'm saying that not taking away from Tom because I actually think that it very much felt like Tom's movie, and yeah. he acted his butt off. But holy cow, Andrew Garfield! Like he was like such a good supporting, like actor, comedic actor. His delivery. He, he like you can tell he loves this character more than anything. The way that he denied he was in this movie for months. He deserves an Oscar. Academy Award. Academy Award. And I hope honestly that he continues forever just denying his presence in this movie. And like I want them to make Amazing Spider-Man 3. On it, okay, but like, like give give it to us. Does it not seem like they could though? I think that they should. I like and they the could. way that they like wrapped it up because like with Toby, it seemed very much like I'm at peace, I'm with MJ, I'm at everything. I'm peace with myself, I'm yeah. with MJ. Whereas like yeah. Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man like is clearly still going through some stuff. I could see them doing it and it being yeah. like you know picking up from where we left off with him and toby's spider-man even like hints to him like you know like don't give up on love like i have my mj like you're gonna find your mj and like the great thing is like andrew in interviews in the past has said like you know like my mj might be a man yeah well, and, like, in this movie, he's like, I'm playing, I am playing myself by, and you cannot stop yeah. me. And I was yeah. like, yes. I, I mm-hmm. oh, my God. He, from, like, the second, and, like, we talked about this um, with our friends, but, like, the cheers for Toby and the cheers for Andrew were very different. Like, you could tell, like, who, like, really grew up with Toby's and, like, loved those movies versus, like, who, yeah. like, loved Andrew Garfield and, like, really loved those movies as well and I think that was really fun well I think Andrew's I'm so glad that Andrew's entrance was first yes and that he got that attention before Toby got there they really did a good job giving him his own space before Toby got there well and he got a lot of time too Mm -hmm. to just like Mm -hmm. re-enter the space which was great Mm mm-hmm ugh 
it's so good. Well, and, like, the thing was is that, you know, like, everybody was right. Like, the leaked pictures were real. The, like, oh, who's punching the lizard was real. (laughs) (laughs) But there was still part of me that actually questioned if he was going to be in it. There was still, like, his performance of I'm not in this movie was so convincing that I was like, he might not be in it. Well, that's why, like, I'd gotten to the point where I was like, even if he's in it, like... It's probably at the end. It's just, like, a little cameo. Like, but no. Like, they are legitimately in this film. They are in the Spidey suits. They do, like, the meme. They did the meme. I just... Peter 3 will forever live on in my heart. I love Peter (laughs) 3. I mean, I still love Peter 1. He is my son and my child. But Peter (laughs) 3. I want to give a special shout-out to Matt Murdock. For having a 30-second cameo, but stealing all our hearts. Okay. I love him. I, I I get it. I need to watch Daredevil. Like I I really like Daredevil. Daredevil. Well, um, that's what Andy, Andy's been, like, begging me now to watch Daredevil. You watch Jessica Jones, though, right? Nope. Oh. I know. I love Jessica Jones. I know. I know. I know. Because even, this even is, um, what's his name's in it? It makes me sad. Doctor Who. He's in it. He is the most terrifying Marvel villain you'll ever see on screen. He is more terrifying than Thanos. He is so scary. What can I say? I am a fake Marvel fan. Yeah. (laughs) What can Mm -hmm. I say? But, like, you're a fake Gilmore Girls fan for not watching it, too. What what do you mean? Lucy. Oh. I'm so stupid. (laughs) Oh, my God. I really am a fake fan. It's like Lucy's life after Yale. Wow. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so listen, like I have some homework. Like I get it. I also need to watch the Venom movies. Yeah. I love that in credit scene. Ye- yes. Like Eddie Brock is so funny. That was that whole thing was so hilarious. Okay, but like and Danny Rojas. Danny, like, oh my I, god! I, I like apologize for not knowing what this actor's name is because I know I only know him from Ted Lasso, and he always says his name. Danny yeah, Rojas. Danny Rojas. Um, Football is life. Yeah, and he was the bartender in the after credit scene, and then when Eddie gets like blipped away after everything, he leaves a little part of Venom there. And I just, like, do you think that he could be that world's Venom? I mean, I would die. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be so cool. I, I love really, that, really cool. though, because that does leave off, like, there's been so much talk over whether this was going to be, like, the last Tom Holland Spider-Man, but there's also been people saying that the fourth one's in the works. No, it's it's official. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's official. It's happening. Okay, good. Because, mm-hmm. listen, I need... That reconciliation. Can we talk about the tropes here? The tropes of, you know, Peter Parker, his identity has been revealed. It's ruining not only his life, but also everybody else's life around him. He is drowning. And so he's Jake like, okay. Jake Hall is the, the villain. He was though. still the villain. Like, Jake Hall was still the villain of this movie. It all movie. comes down to what Mysterio did in Far From Home. This was literally um, all too well Peter Parker's version. Like, yeah. <laughs> it really was. But, like, he's like, I just want everybody to forget I'm Spider-Man. And by the end of it, like, he still can't fix everything. So he lets everybody forget even who Peter Parker is. And when I tell you, I it's was going to really, pass it's out. It's really dark. Like, 
And Tom's acting. This this series, like the home, the homecoming trilogy of Spider Man, like has been like pretty lighthearted. Like there have been dark moments, but it's been pretty lighthearted. Peter never really gets super hurt. Like, well, no, I would disagree he, with that. I, I would disagree. He got with that. very hurt in No Way Home. Yeah, I, I think this is the most hurt. But I, I do think that Homecoming was a little bit more of like a frustration of like I should be better, I should be an Avenger, and then you know, Far From Home. Obviously, he was reeling from the death of Tony Stark. Yeah. But I, I think having to kill his father figure was a pretty low moment and I think the reason it makes it so much worse going into No Way Home is that like no time has passed like it he has been in like crisis problem solving mode like he like he said he like he's only had like one normal week to be with MJ before all this happened and I just oh my god MJ told him she loved him and he she told him not to say it back until they find each other again (laughs) Did you think that we were going to get this trope? The, no. The, we have to find, like, finding each other in another life kind of thing. Well, like, I had said, like, what if she falls into the multiverse and, like, that's how that's going to happen. And, like, I love that, like, it's still, like, kind of those lines, right? And, like, at yeah. the end, it, it's like she, like, almost knew that, like, there was something about him. Well, of course there was that connection in the cafe because... <sighs> Oh my god. They're soulmates. Yeah. They're... I was... So, the only thing in that scene, when Ned walks in, I was like, no, I thought they were gonna, gonna be kiss. together. I thought I they were like, gonna... I thought that he was gonna walk uh, in and they were gonna kiss, and I was gonna be like, I can't no. take this. I can't do... Yeah, no. I was gonna be so no. upset. I was it's so kind of like, you know, Toby's version where MJ... like. It's clear that Toby pining for MJ. And she, and like, like, was with other knows, people. And then yeah. she ends up with his best friend, with Harry. Yeah. So I thought it was going to mirror that, kind of. It didn't. Thank God. Thank God. I would have... Imagine the wait until the next movie if that had happened. I would have been so upset. Ugh. Well, and, like, I... The, the whole reason with him, too, like, not telling her, I was like, oh, because there's definitely going to be more. And, like... Clearly, he's not going to get to go to MIT because he didn't even graduate high school. Yeah, and, like, they have no memory of him going to Midtown High. So mm-hmm. he has to study for his GED by himself. Yeah, like, and he doesn't have any apartment. records. Like, So he has to go take it as, like, I guess, like, a mature adult, get his yeah. high school diploma. I think that he is going to still follow them to MIT because I... I He's he can't leave MJ. He's not gonna let her just yeah. go and him not keep an eye on her. And then I think that's how like maybe we'll get into Can he get the Green into Goblin stuff. MIT without know. any school records. Like even if he got a really good SAT score, I don't could he know. Get in? Uh, see, like I I think he's gonna like get a job like around. You know, like I, he's gonna be he around. Got, well, he got an apartment in New York City though. Yeah, but I still think he's gonna be like around. Like, listen, I don't know how to, I, I, I just know in my heart. I'm just, like, really (laughs) sad that he is now, like, a double orphan in an apartment by himself. Okay, so, listen. (laughs) And he's a child. The whole time I'm watching this movie, because, you know, Aunt May dies, 
And no. I kept thinking, I'm like, you know. That was hard to watch. I was like, you know, it could just be that, like, Aunt May gets, like, extremely hurt and, like, didn't die. But it almost makes it hurt less that everybody forgets him because at least, like, he doesn't have to see Aunt May forget him, you know? Yeah. No, that scene was awful. Like, that broke it, like, me. Hurt. It hurt so much. Hurt, like, you know when she got up and she was, like, sort of okay i kind of knew it was doomed like you just had that feeling in your gut that it it wasn't right like there was something wrong um and then happy driving up seeing peter over her body and him like he kept telling him to get out of there because nobody was gonna help like he knew that they would just like arrest him they're like you just have to leave like Oh, my God. That just... And then, I I do want to talk about this because I think it's really important, is that before May died, she said, you know, the famous Peter... Like, the famous Mm -hmm. Uncle Ben quote about responsibility. And I think it's really cool that in this version, they gave that quote to May instead of Uncle Ben. Well, and I like that... Not that it doesn't mean anything in, like, Toby's version, because it does, but it it comes Mm -hmm. so early. And in this, like, you really see that, like, May embodies helping people. Like, she, she, you know, does, like, food for, like, the homeless and all of that. And, like, when it came to, like, I want to help these guys even if they might be evil, she was like, no, that is your responsibility. Like, you... It is your problem. Like, you should do everything you can to help them because you are a good person. And, like, the fact that she, even as she was dying, was like, don't regret trying to help them. Because, like, you know, you were doing a good thing. Like, that is going to be what, like, really carries Peter on. And, like, you Mm -hmm. see that in the end when he's, like, you know, going at Green Goblin. And, like, obviously Toby stops him. But, like... I think that's the moment he sees that, like, that's not what Aunt May would have wanted. She wouldn't want him to take revenge. Like, she wanted him to help people. They do. Like, they cure him. That is just so special and, like, so powerful for this film. Mm -hmm. Star Wars could never. I'm sorry. (laughs) I want to say that um, to be a little bit more lighthearted, that scene where they have all the villains in the cells... Oh, so funny. It was so funny. The writing was so witty and so clever. But then they brought in the meme that I'm somewhat of a scientist myself. (laughs) Willem Dafoe's delivery was so good. I don't think I've ever laughed that hard in a a movie theater before. I feel like it was so funny. Everybody was like bringing their A game. Um, Because even, I can't think of his name, who plays Electro. Fox. His last name is Fox. Jamie Fox? Yes. Yes, Jamie Fox. Okay, so, like, he was so funny. Like, I love the way he plays Electro. I love... And then they made him less nerdy in this universe, and he makes a comment about it. (laughs) Well, I love that, like, (laughs) when he gets cured, he's, like, talking to Peter Three, and he's like, listen, like, you're from Queens, you help poor people like i just thought you were gonna be black i just yeah and andrew garfield's literally like i'm sorry (laughs) but i love that that's a call out to like miles coming well i really think that's it's a call out to like we've had three white spider-mans and like even tom holland has expressed like you know why haven't we done a black spider-man why haven't we done miles yet 
Mm-hmm. I, I really hope Miles is coming soon. Yeah. Live action Miles. Oh my god. And like it could even be that like somehow like I, I wonder how they're gonna bring him in. Like I, I really well, do wonder. We know he exists in Tom's universe because he's in Homecoming. Are you forgetting his real name too? Now I am. Okay. <laughs> Donald Lando Glover. Clarissian, Donald Glover <laughs> is in Homecoming and plays Miles's uncle. Like, and oh, he refers right. to my nephew. He says my nephew. Um. So, so you know what? Miles exists. That could be like where they go in the fourth one. Like him yeah. becoming the mentor. Yeah, well, the thing is, the the other thing I was thinking is Miles is younger than Peter. Mm-hmm. But in this version of this this multiverse, if Miles didn't blip... They're probably the same age. They could age. be the same age. Yeah. In this version of him. Mm-hmm. I could, I could really see them bringing it back that way, because I'm very interested to see, like, how, like... Peter number one um, is going to recover from this and what he does now that nobody remembers him. Like, obviously, he has this new suit now. He's going to continue to be Spider-Man. But I love his new suit. I, I know, love it. I know. I love I, it. There's no, there's no technology I in it. I miss the black, though. I do miss the black. Yeah, but you're the right. The way that it's inspired by the two other Peters. Like, well, and it, it's, completely, it's completely free of... Like Stark technology. Yes, it's completely free of Tony Stark's influence, which isn't to say that, like, you know, it should be free because obviously Tony Stark meant a lot to him, but that's just really Mm -hmm. showing him that, like, he's not the new Iron Man and he never wanted to be. Like, Mm -hmm. and I think this is kind of showing him that, like, he wants to just be Spider-Man. Like, he's really come so far from that little kid who, like, wanted to be an Avenger and him like listening to the police reports was just like he's a grown up like that's what Toby Spider-Man used to do he used to listen to on the radio and it just he feels so grown up he does you know? he, he, he at the end of the end of no way home i'm like our little peter is grown up i know that's our boy <laughs> that's our son <laughs> just oh man and like can we talk about mj and ned like i Great love them supporting roles they oh. had a big big part of this movie their trio was so good and i like that um you know they call it out too he's like i know you guys haven't worked as a team but i work as a team all the time like i love that oh are you talking about um, um Peter one telling Peter two and three about <laughs> yeah, working yeah, as a yeah. team, and then them not knowing what the Avengers are, oh thinking it's a band. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I love that he was like, I was with the Avengers. They were like, cool. What is that? <laughs> other other standout moments was uh, Spider uh, Peter three. Um, Helping crack the back of uh, Peter 2. Peter 3 cleaning the cobwebs for Ned's mom. <laughs> yeah, um, what else? Them asking Peter 2 if his webs came out of anywhere else. <laughs> I can't believe it. I was so happy when they started to, like, go into that. Because, like, yeah, they just come out. Of, and he's like, well, I don't think about, like, breathing. Like, it just, I just do it. <laughs> like... Oh, my God. I also love Peter 3 telling them all that he loved them. And he was like, they were like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) 
this boy, he always wanted brothers. He's like, I just wanted brothers. Peter three. Also, Ned is a wizard. Uh, yeah. I cannot believe it. Ned is going to be a superhero now. I'm so excited. Also, Wong is the um, The Sorcerer Sorcerer Supreme. Supreme. Why? I was like, whoa. That's so weird. I went back and watched Shang-Chi because my cousins hadn't seen it and I was with them. And so mm-hmm. when I saw Wong, like, especially after seeing this one, I was like, yeah, oh, that's so my he's Sorcerer. already Sorcerer Supreme in Shang-Chi. Yeah. And we just didn't know it. Yeah. I guess that's like maybe like I think Shang-Chi and No Way Home take place at the same time. I think. They're before Hawkeye because now we get the Hawkeye reference of like I want to see the new Statue of Liberty, you know? Yeah, was that Statue of Liberty like in Hawkeye? No, they didn't show it. She just said that she wanted to go see it, which is interesting. But like, I have so many questions. So like, we get the trailer for Multiverse of Madness. That was insane. I'm gonna die. I want to die. So, was that other Doctor Strange the one from What If? That was my first thought. That's what I, that's what I see. But they redeem him in what if. Yeah, but, but that's also a different universe. So even if, it could be a similar universe where there is another Doctor, an evil Doctor Strange. It might not be that exact one. Because there's like infinity amount of universes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah. That's going to be so off. And like, I never thought of him going to ask Wanda for help. Like, we all thought Wanda was going to be the villain. She could still be. Well, I mean, like, Doctor Strange was sort of the villain of No Way Home, even though, like, I mean, it was, it was Mysterio's fault. But like, he kind of acted as that villain. He was definitely... He was not listening to Peter. Yeah, he was the obstacle for Peter because Mm -hmm. he didn't take him seriously. He didn't believe in him. Like, it it really did remind me of in Homecoming, like, with Tony Stark. Because Tony Stark was still just like, you know, you're just a kid, you know? Well, I'm glad he wasn't in it very much. You didn't take away from anything. Yeah, because I that was a worry, too, that, like, he would kind of take away from it. But, like, Tom Holland carries this movie. It is his movie. He acts his, like, butt off. His crying. His, his crying is always so good. Yeah, I was going to say, he's always a good crier. <laughs> like, um, him and... Listen. Him and MJ's love is so real because he and Zendaya's love is so real. <laughs> Yeah, Demois said they're real and they're not a PR couple. I know, like, Demois isn't, isn't anything to go on, but listen, if they're th- real. I believe, I believe, but I swear to God, if they are a PR couple, I will no, never believe not. again. No, they're Shannon, they're literally not. They're real. Have you not seen, like, watch any interview with them? I just... No, they're 100% real. Like, I, like, I will not take any alternatives well and he said too that he like visited the set of euphoria like so many times and i'm like that's kind of a lot like yeah can they like live happily ever after and not be like the other peter and mj actors please i know i want them to be together forever like i know listen it could happen well, we've, like, talked about our celeb- the celebrity couples that prove that love is real. Mm-hmm. And it is Taylor Swift and Joe Alwyn, Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner, Zendaya and Tom, and uh, what was the... F- there was another one. Jordan Fisher and Ellie. Oh, congrats, Jordan, on being, oh, on, on be being a, a soon-to-be dad. 
oh, he's going to be a boy dad, but, like, that boy is going to be, like, the most unproblematic boy yeah. in the history of the world. I am so excited. And, like, honestly, watching this movie, it makes me really want to see Tick, Tick, Boom, because Andrew Garfield was so good. Yeah, I still haven't watched it. Yeah. Um, really excited. I really want to watch it. I really want to I'm like so so excited for Uncharted because Tom Holland's acting was like so good. And like listen, I know Uncharted's going to be stupid. <laughs> it's going to be really bad, I think. I don't care. <laughs> listen, he says crap in the trailer. That is his catchphrase. That is Nathan Drake's catchphrase. Really? Yes. <laughs> listen, I am so happy for this movie it's gonna be exciting and i'm ready for it like it can be bad it can be bad but tom will be good it's not gonna be as bad as cherry we've already hit the floor with cherry i don't think yeah oh yeah 100 (laughs) percent. it's not gonna if it's bad it'll still be entertaining Mm -hmm. where cherry wasn't anything no yeah oh my god so No Way Home was just absolutely amazing. Like, I want to see it again. I just don't have time to go see it again. (laughs) I'm, like, also starting to get scared to go back to the movie theater. Yeah. My showing was pretty full, which I was upset about. Mine was full. Just full. Yeah. I mean, it was was, Friday Night Crowd. It was a good experience, though, because, like, the audience was really fun with, like, the clapping. Mm -hmm. Okay, wait. Did anybody clap for the Peter and MJ kiss? I don't think so. Yeah, nobody clapped for the Peter and MJ kiss, which I just thought was funny, because, like, everybody clapped for, like, everything Toby and Andrew did, but then nobody clapped for the Peter and MJ kiss. Well, it was more, I think it was clapping for nostalgia. It was. Like, I don't think it was, like, a diss to them. Like... No, 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 no. But still. Oh, I just want to mention, I know you haven't said it, but Andrew saving MJ on that fall... Oh, Jesus Christ. Like, the, okay. we knew it was going to happen, but, like... Andrew's acting in that scene when he just looks at her and he's, like, crying. And, like, he's like, you okay? And and MJ's like, yeah. Are you, like, are you okay? Yeah, are you okay? And he nods in the most sincere way. And it just breaks my heart. Like... I feel like... Well, like, he... He redeemed himself, like, in his eyes in that moment. In his eyes, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, oh man. my god! And the way Toby calls him amazing, because he's the amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> that was so sweet. I just, yeah. oh, my God. I kind of watched ten more movies with the three of them together. I want, like, Toby and Andrew are, like, Tom's dads. Like, <laughs> they're, like, just dads, you know? I just... Man, that was amazing. 10 out of 10. I just... Listen, if Tross had ended with Ben Solo just letting everybody forget him, but then we get the, like, I'll come back to you line. Oh, that would be amazing. Right? I don't know how it would be possible if we would need to get, like, some night sister involved to pour- perform some ritual to get that done. Or even if it was, like, somehow Ray, jo- Ray was the only one who forgot him. Well, I feel like it'd be, like, him, like, I've done so much hurt, you know, like, there's no way for me yeah. to come back and, like, thinking or that this is the only way. Or would forget all his memories? They would wipe his brain. I feel like that would be more likely. Listen. Like wipe his brain. 
list. It's not that big. <laughs> it's probably already written. Well, that's what we were talking about, too. We're like, we want some, like, good Peter MJ reconciliation They fic. don't have the fandom that they the They don't have the fandom does. for it. Like, and they never will. They never will, because people who are not on the Tom Holland train... Okay, the Tom Holland and Raylo Venn diagram isn't very big. No. It's us. It's, it's just us. <laughs> <laughs> We are we are the overlap. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Is there anything else about No Way Home? Probably think about something after we stop recording. No, William Defoe did amazing. We I think we talked about that. Everybody did amazing. I even really liked Happy, like being really upset over how him and May broke up in the beginning. <laughs> that was so sweet. Uh, oh, how could we forget? So every Spider-Man movie, Tom Holland has to get naked. And, and he was very naked. He was very naked. This time they phrase they frame it like they were be like he was they were walking in on like him and MJ and I like screamed. <laughs> Cause then May is like trying to talk to him. She's like, why don't you want to talk about sex? It's not about sex. <laughs> I loved that. That was amazing. And then he just kept going around in his underwear and I was like, wow. I like that that's his like through line is that he has to just like get naked in every movie. It's so true, he's always shirtless. And taking Were his pants off. He's always shirtless? taking his pants off. He takes his so he takes his shirt off and his pants off in the first one. He takes his pants off and then his shirt off in the second one. And then this one, he has his pants off and his shirt off. And then he puts his shirt on but keeps the pants off. Wow. I just have this knowledge in my brain. Yeah, you really do. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. So like Honestly, like, this is my favorite Spider-Man movie as far as, like, Phase 4. I mean, WandaVision and Loki are still amazing, but, like, this is up there with WandaVision and Loki. So that's going to do it for this episode. Like we said, we both really recommend this movie. Even if now you've been completely spoiled, you should still go watch it. Um, You can find us um, on Twitter at lip underscore lightsabers. I am at McCarter Shannon, and Alex is at Alex Leonis. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.